means that maybe there'll be a little more uh maybe a little more money in your pocket every month tom as well yeah well we hope <laughs> she's uh, residing with us at the present time as she, right. uh, as she goes out into the world and you know gets started it takes a little you know a little something something to get started it so does. we're it does. uh she's uh but we're, we're real proud and, ho- and hope that it all works out and and uh, hopefully you know like i told her i said we can flip roles here if you want to you know, take care of dad for a while. Let's roll with that. For Send me an allowance every month. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So anyway. You shoot the, hey, I'm going to lunch with some friends, honey. Can you send me some money? <laughs> so there you go. All right. If you're following the Big 12 tournament, Texas just defeated Oklahoma 4-1. to one, So the Horns stay alive. Stephen, were you a little surprised by the West Virginia UT game yesterday afternoon or yesterday evening? I was. I'll tell you, a really impressive performance from Jackson Wolf. I think he threw about 130 pitches last night in a complete game. And I, 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 when you think about it, I, I feel like it's not that shocking because we see this, Tom. Teams get in the Big 12 tournament, especially in baseball, and they have to win the championship mm-hmm. to keep their season alive. So West Virginia, that's the scenario they're in, and they got it done. I, the thing that surprised me about Texas the last few weeks, and it's really – I know in that Texas Tech game – Ty Madden had a blister issue, and since then, he just hasn't been nearly as sharp. Um, now, they've been able to work around it because they got some really good pitching depth. Tristan Stevens threw a gym today. Um, I know Pete Hansen's a good arm. But if if they're going to make a, a deep run and live up to those expectations, they really need him to be uh, the guy he was early in the year. So he struggled a little bit. That was a super impressive win, though. And, yeah, old-school baseball. Just a guy, hey, we're giving you the ball. And it's yours until... Pitch till you drop. Yeah, until you're done. And he did it. He he threw a, a complete game, um, only gave up one run, and they move into the winner's bracket now. So that's a team to watch. If they can find a way to win against Oklahoma State tonight, and I know that game might not get played given on the weather situation that, that's coming into Oklahoma City, but that puts West Virginia in a really good situation. Yeah, I was, uh, I was just looking. So West Virginia defeated Kansas in the... I don't know how to describe it. The inaugural play-in game maybe? well yeah i guess it's a play-in game i mean it was conference that they, they called it game one of the big 12 tournament mm-hmm. uh so they didn't really define it as a play-in game but normally uh again it's the big tw- you know here's the numbers it's the big 12 however only uh there's only 10, ten schools teams. in the big 12 and only nine of them play baseball because mm-hmm. iowa state doesn't play baseball so in your big 12 you have nine eight teams made the tournament and there was always just that one team that did not go to oklahoma city and i thought you know they should this is i thought they should have done this 100 years ago uh and so they finally went hey let's uh, you know let everybody come and then we'll have you know the last two seats play each other and that seed then goes and plays number one so west virginia trailed ku i might add yes and coach price and, and the jayhawks came back won that game played texas yesterday and then thumped them five to one yeah west virginia they gambled all right they didn't throw their guy against ku and they fell down early but they were able to come back so it paid off for andy Maisie because they get the win last night against UT. I do think it's a cool thing. I honestly, I didn't tune into much of West Virginia, Kansas, but you got nine teams. One team being left out, it's kind of silly. It was silly. So just throw them in there, even if it's for one game. Uh, and hey, K, you've got a chance. They they didn't they weren't able to close it, but they got a chance to go out there and play. So and I, Iowa State get a baseball program. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they play softball. They play softball. So, yeah. but they just don't play baseball, which is a uh, it's a weird deal. But you know, so uh, so. 
yeah, you, Texas wins today. But, you know, my first thought was, man, you're playing for a top eight seed, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they probably still have a top eight seed. But don't you don't want to do anything to your resume to give the committee any reason to take you out of a, of a spot. And, and losing to West Virginia did not do them any favors yesterday. And they've suddenly split with them now. They played them in a three-game series before that and dropped one. So they're 2-2 two and two against WVU this year, which is sort of a funny stat given how good they've been uh, against the rest of the Big 12 schedule. But uh, you're right. I feel like they avoided disaster, of course, by not going 2-out and out and, and getting that win over Oklahoma. Uh, but you want to make a little bit of a run just to give your guys some work, have a chance to get ready for that regional. And there is always the possibility that something crazy could happen and you could be – not looking at national seed, but I think Texas getting the win today puts them in a great position for that. Well, we're going to talk to Pat Combs. Uh, he worked the the game with Derek Smith, uh, Baylor, and uh, and uh, in Kansas State earlier today. We're going to get to that conversation here in just a couple of minutes. I just wanted to get your thought before we go to the break, Stephen, because uh, now Baylor has they have no way to help their resume. Mm-hmm. Where do they stand in your opinion? I think they're on the outside looking in right now. I mean, that loss to Texas Tech, obviously it's not a, a bad loss from a resume perspective, but they just they needed a win. They needed a win to, to build that up, and then you lose to K-State today, who I think is actually a better team. You mentioned it uh, when we were actually getting the show together. You said they're 96th in RPI. I feel like the Wildcats are a little bit better than that, but nonetheless, like on paper, they don't look like a really good team. So that's unfortunate. And – you don't have any chance to to get another victory before Monday. And, uh, Tom, as you know, there's also the chance of, well, say Fairfield, who looks like they're an automatic in, what if they lose in their conference mm-hmm. tournament? And now that conference gets a couple bids. So that craziness could play out over the next few days. And that happens. It always it happens yeah. someplace. And, and I was looking at Kansas State, and I know we got to get to the break. I was looking at Kansas State, and I thought, now hang on a second, 96 RPI, but you got to remember – they're a Midwest team, and so they, they struggle to play quality opponents in their non-conference. Yet here in conference play, as you pointed out, they have series wins over Texas Tech and TCU. I'll tell you what, they can hit the ball. Don't They don't have a lot of pitching depth, but they can sure hit the ball, and they showed that today. It was 3 nothing. thought Baylor was in control, and they reeled off nine runs, seven runs in that seventh inning, uh, and just kept hitting it out of the park. They got 32 wins now. Mm-hmm. 32 and 22 what if they get a couple more wins in this event and i'm you know what if they get to saturday or sunday uh, you know wow that then are they in the conversation i don't know i don't know we're gonna get pat combs's opinion here in just a moment it's 414 this is game time on espn central texas this is a fox 44 weather update i'm chief meteorologist mike lapointe increasing clouds tonight with showers and thunderstorms developing overnight low temperatures fall to 71 degrees it'll be mostly cloudy tomorrow with a 60 percent chance of showers and thunderstorms especially late in the afternoon a high of 86 and showers and thunderstorms early saturday otherwise clearing skies in 81 join me every weeknight during fox 44 news at 5 36 and nine for your forecast first plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather you want it hot you want it now hot honey pizza that is red sauce mozzarella parmesan ricotta pepperoni salami jalapenos and a hefty drizzle of mike's hot honey drizzled on the pizza when it's bubbly and fresh out of the oven go to village pizzeria at union hall in waco for the unforgettable hot honey pizza that'll keep you going back for more visit village pizzeria in union hall at 720 franklin avenue in waco try the hot honey pizza you'll be back for more my house has a new 
here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct of Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage in West. Texas Rangers continue their West Coast road trip tonight as they take a two-game slide into Seattle for a four-game series with the Mariners. First pitch at 9-10, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Astros open a three-game series with the Padres at home tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Crawford Lady Pirates softball try to even up their series with Italy for a trip to the state tournament. Tonight in Whitney, first pitch is at 6 o'clock. Temple Wildcats close out the spring tonight at Wildcat Stadium with the annual blue-white game. The festivities start at 5 with the middle school 7-on-7 and lineman challenge, and the game follows starting at 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Good stuff. 19 minutes after 4, 419. This is game time with Tom and Steven. We're glad you're with us on a Nice, nice day. Now, I understand there's some inclement weather up in the Oklahoma City area, and uh, there's, uh, you know, it's a little bumpy right now whether they're going to get those next two games played. Texas did get the victory this afternoon over Oklahoma 4-1, to eliminating the Sooners. Kansas State a winner this morning, 9-4. to uh, Game heard right here uh, on ESPN Central Texas, and we're joined now by former Baylor Bear and Philadelphia Philly Pat Combs. Pat, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, Tom, doing great, man. Just uh, sitting in this hotel room in Oakey City watching these storms rolling in. So, 
Yeah, it's going to get a little hairy tonight for sure. Pat, uh, I want to just get your overall thoughts on on today's game. A game, boy, you know, in, in we talk about baseball in, in in momentum and lack of momentum. I don't know if there's momentum in the game of baseball, but it certainly looked like Baylor was in a good spot, leading three to nothing, a couple of outs in the in the sixth inning, and man, uh, a couple of home runs, and then things changed dramatically. Yeah, it's it, uh, you know as far as momentum goes, uh, you know, Tom, I. I think it, it does exist in the game. You watched what happened today, for example. I mean, Hayden Kettler cruising along, having an outstanding outing against Kansas State. And then uh, gets two quick outs in the sixth inning. Then gives up a home run to Phillips, a home run to Goodwin. All of a sudden, it's 3-2, to two, and now he's out of the game. And you're going to that uh, strong Baylor bullpen. But even that, the strength of this Baylor team this year could not hold down that Kansas State offensive lineup, and things got out of control really quickly. So, I think the momentum shifted there in the in the sixth inning when Kansas State was finally able to get on the board with a couple of home runs. Pat, the, the top of the order for the Bears, very consistent, and it, it, it was again in the Big 12 tournament. I mean, Pineda had a couple of hits yesterday, a couple of hits today. McKenzie was good. Trey was, was there. Andy Thomas today. Uh, bottom of the order, it struggled a little bit offensively. Yeah, it did in the tournament at a bad time. It showed up here in uh, in Oklahoma City at, at probably the worst time of the season for him. It, we're at the beginning and, and really kind of towards the middle of the season when Baylor got on that hot streak, the middle and bottom part of the order was very productive. Uh, you know, the top three guys really performed well. Uh, Andy Thomas, unfortunately, didn't uh, have as good of offensive series as you typically see from Andy Thomas. But then it was that middle of the order that you, you saw some great offensive production. Guys like Valdez and Nevin and, and Downey, who had really contributed well throughout the season, uh, just didn't have very good tournaments uh, th- this go-around. Pat, what did you see from Jimmy Winston and Luke Boyd today? I know they've been really good for Baylor all year, but uh, struggled against Kansas State this afternoon. Yeah, you know, it was a couple of mistake pitches by both of those guys that were, uh, you know, probably pitches they've gotten away with at some points during the season. But uh, K-State uh, hit a, a two-strike fastball off of Jimmy Winston down the line for a double. That was Kaplinger that kind of got that rally started in the seventh off of Jimmy. And then it, uh, you know, there was a walk mixed in there and a couple of, couple of hits that weren't particularly hit hard but found holes. And then, uh, you know, he gives way to Ryan Leckich. And then Leckich, uh, who's been, you know, pretty spectacular all season, especially against left-handers, uh, got banged around against uh, two of the top lefties in that K-State lineup. Uh, and, and then it just went downhill from there. You know, Luke Boyd came in, looked like he could have held things in check. You know, if Luke Boyd doesn't give up the home run, it was a three-run home run, a two-strike pitch, a hanging slider that just got out over the middle of the plate. Uh, if he doesn't give up that home run, it, it might turn out a little bit different for the Bears because that, at that time the lead was 6-3. to three. The Bears would add on a run in the, uh, in the seventh to make it uh, four. But uh, it was after that three-run homer that gave uh, K-State that big cushion and uh, it was just too much to overcome for Baylor. But, uh, yeah, it was really kind of an odd thing to see Luke Boyd, who's been, <laughs> you know, all-world in his closer role for the past couple of seasons for the Bears, give up that three-run homer on a hanging slider. So, Pat, I know this is somewhat an impossible question to answer, but how do you think the committee kind of balances, okay, this Baylor team at full strength looked like a, a team that could certainly be in a regional and was postseason bound, but after the injuries – obviously really struggled down the stretch. Yeah, I think you nailed it. I think it's uh, you, if the committee will look at the fact that Baylor was really, really good in the middle of the season and had an outstanding you know, Big 12 run where they won four straight conference series 
And then after Tyler Thomas goes out and then uh, they lose Blake Helton after last weekend, you know, you take that number one pitcher out of your starting rotation, your Friday night guy, uh, for two out of the last three weekends, and uh, it absolutely had an effect on on Baylor. You know, they just don't have the depth in the starting rotation that maybe some other teams do, but, but that definitely affected Baylor down the stretch. And, of course, uh, you know, you can't really talk about this, but, uh, you know, with, with these COVID protocols, uh, and, and then what we saw happen with this contact tracing, uh, that became an issue for the Baylor team. And now from what I understand is if Baylor does get invited to a regional on Monday when those announcements are made, uh, both Thomas and Helton would be back for that regional tournament, which could make a huge difference. So you do hope that the committee takes uh, something like that into effect because when, when T-Tom was, was healthy, boy, that team was really rolling through the Big 12. Uh Pat, we're, we're uh, go ahead. Uh, we're seeing a schedule change as, as we speak to to the Big Twelve tournament right now. So both uh, both games that were expected to be played this afternoon and tonight have been postponed and pushed back to tomorrow. So TCU Texas Tech not happening today, and then Oklahoma State West Virginia not happening today. And I guess that means they'll try to play four games tomorrow. Yeah, just like they did yesterday. And what was going to happen today, Pat? Uh, the, the the Longhorn win over Oklahoma. How does that, in your opinion, affect Baylor's chances as far as the Big 12 tournament, uh, the uh, NCAA tournament, rather? Yeah, Tom, I think that was huge. I mean, if, if Baylor was going to go two and out, then, then OU had to do the same for Baylor to have a shot. And the reason I say that is when you look at, you know, the Power 5 Big 12 conference, I, I can't even imagine a selection committee not inviting five teams out of the second-best baseball conference in the NCAA, I, 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 that's even unimaginable to think that. I mean, in fact, I could, you can make a really strong case that they should even have six teams invited this year just because of the, the parity that we saw in the Big 12. So I, I think it's just uh, it, it really helped the Bears' chances today with OU going down. Of course, they come and lose two, and they're out. Um, you know, if, if you're looking at, at the, the top four teams, obviously, you've got you know Texas, TCU, Texas Tech, which, which it all probably should host a, a regional, and then Oklahoma State, which should get an invite. Uh, I think those four teams are for sure secure. And then you got to look at Baylor and OU. Now, now it's going to come down to resume. I mean, OU could say, hey, we beat Baylor three out of four games uh, this season. And then Baylor's going to say, yeah, but look at our, our big wins. Our RPI index is better. Uh, you know, we've got uh, better wins on the road, especially against a, a, a Texas Tech team that is going to be a host. So uh, I think from the resume standpoint, the eyeball look um, – Boy, it's going to be awfully hard to keep Baylor out of the tournament. The only way I see that not happening is if they take OU over Baylor. Is Kansas State in the conversation at all? I mean, we I, I recognize the fact that their RPI is, is horrible uh, in the mid-90s, but they do have series wins over Tech. They do have a series win over TCU. Uh, they're playing pretty well right now. Uh, they got 32 wins. Are they in the conversation for that fifth spot possibly? If, in particular, if they play well, continue to play well in this event. Well, I think that's it. They're a team of desperation, and I think uh, the only way they get in is if they win the tournament. So you've got two teams right now that could uh, get that fifth spot if they were happen to, to go through and win the, the tournament, and that would be West Virginia, obviously still in the winner's bracket game, and you've got uh, Kansas State. And I think the challenge for Kansas State is they're going to run out of pitching pretty pretty quickly. I mean, we saw – you know, their, their best guy, Jordan Wicks, yesterday. McCullough has been their number two guy that pitched against Baylor today. Uh, they used up Carson Seymour, who, who uh, just pitched lights out for him out of the bullpen today, who has not been that, that effective. 
And then, uh, you know, it gets real iffy once you get past their second starter. Uh, you know, you'll see Casey Ford tomorrow uh, for Kansas State. And after that, they're, they're pretty thin. So uh, I don't think they're, they're going to – Kansas State will be a, a team that gets the, uh, gets the bid over Baylor or, or an OU unless they win out. So they've got to win the tournament to get in. Same thing for West Virginia. Pat, I just wanted to ask you a, a general baseball question. We're going to discuss this on our next segment. Um, in, in the major leagues, there's already been six no-hitters this year. We're, we're seeing less contact than ever, a lot of strikeouts, really across all levels. But uh, how do you kind of assess where baseball's at? Um, and do you feel like the no-hitter might not mean what it used to because it is more and more common, even though I know it's still a, a heck of an accomplishment? Yeah, it, it's a great accomplishment. I don't want to take anything away from those guys who've accomplished that. Um, yeah, I sure wish I could have thrown one in the big leagues. That'd have been fun. But it was, you know, you know I, I got close to a couple of two or three hitters. But you no, know, it, it's a it's an incredibly hard thing to do. I mean, you, you know, just a little jam shot or a, a you know a tapper off the plate. I mean, so many things can happen to, to bust up a no hitter. So it's an incredible accomplishment. But I do think just the frequency and the trend of these is, is going up. Obviously, with a lot of these swings and misses, and that seems to be the nature of the game today. You know, you, you, a lot of these hitting instructors are teaching, you know, uh, these. Uh, the bat plane, the uppercut type of plane where they're getting more loft and, and lift on balls, uh, you know, it's kind of that, you know, home run type mentality, and that's what you're seeing in these swings. I think one of the lost arts of the game, and in fact, Derek and I talked about this today on the broadcast because we saw a couple of really key hits by Baylor players. Jack Pineda had one. Uh, Jared McKenzie had one. Uh, both two-strike pitches. They both uh, had RBI opportunities. They both produced in some you know, high-pressure situations because they cut their swing down. It was against a pitcher that was throwing 94-96, had a nasty slider, and they both took pretty healthy cuts early in the count, but then they shortened that swing up were able to produce ground balls that shot through the infield. You're not seeing that at the big league level, and it's not being taught. And, and if, you're, uh, you know, if that behavior has changed and shifted over the years where you know, coaches aren't emphasizing a better two-strike approach, and just putting the ball in play and putting pressure on defenses, if, they, if they're not teaching that or, or holding guys accountable to it, well, certainly the behavior is going to change, and that's what you're seeing. You're seeing just hitters swing off their heels, even with two strikes, and taking the strikeout like it's no big deal. And so that, that's where the game has changed today. Hey, Pat, man, we, uh, we appreciate your time. We, uh, we really do, and thanks for the insight and, and uh, look forward to it. And hopefully, hopefully we're not through with, with Baylor baseball for 2021. Now we got our fingers crossed and we're praying hard, man. Let's let's hope that that committee sees what we see. Pat, thanks. Have a great evening. Take care, guys. Talk thanks. to you soon. That's Pat Combs. Uh, worked the game this afternoon uh, or this morning rather with with Derek uh, here on the Baylor uh, radio network as the uh, the Bears drop a nine four decision to Kansas State and man, I don't know. I mean, you had a great point. Uh, what if you know? What if there's that team that you know a one bid league. Right, and they end up in the in the losers bracket, and then so that conference champion or tournament champion gets there, and yeah, there's a lot of things that can work against you in, in when you're a bubble team, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's if if I, I, I right now I think they're they're bubble out, uh, and I don't know how you feel. I, I think so too. I mean, it was just worst case scenario going to and out. Um, and six of their last days. Yeah, six of their last days. That's that's a big part of it too. You lose two out of three to Oklahoma, and then you go and and you, you can't stay long in Oklahoma City. So uh, tough situation. And as you said, now all you can do is sit around for a couple of days and just watch things play out. Been there, done that, and know the disappointment of watching that selection show on Memorial Day 
uh, and and not and, hearing, and not hearing your name. Yep, and not seeing it. I mean, we you know we've uh, when I was working the games uh, a couple of times, uh, you just looked and you thought, you know what? I think our resume is good enough to get in and. For whatever reason, the committee went a different direction. So you, and you just don't know. All right, it's 432. Let's take a second and let's talk about Shorty's Pizza Shack. And, you know, we don't talk enough about their, their website. Go to shortyspizzashack.com and you can check out the restaurant. You can check out the patio where Garrett says he it's just the coolest place in the world to go hang out and, and watch ball games. And, you know, they have great food uh, from pizza to chili dogs. And I saw a picture. And I'm not, did you see that picture, by the way, of the chili dogs? That, that Garrett had when he and Stretch went over there and, and had dinner one night. No, These I'll, chili I'll... dogs covered an entire pizza plate. Oh he had gosh. two of them bad boys. Ooh. I'm like, are you kidding me? But that he says that's the norm. That's how they come. These big old whopping chili dogs. And, man, good stuff. Mm. Uh, salads, they've got... Uh, they got great wings with the with the the all the sauces and and all of those things and he he likes the sikkim sauce. Garrett's a big fan of the sikkim sauce and of course they have great pizza. It's New York style pie. It's uh, the dough is made fresh daily. Marinara is homemade. The uh, the toppings such as hamburger and sausage made in house. No additives. No artificial flavoring. No filler. No nada, just good quality toppings from Shorty's Pizza Shack. So, hey, you're, you're wrapping up your work day. You don't want to cook this this evening. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I just, <laughs> I'm not cooking this evening. You can write that in your book. So why not just go ahead and place that order, uh, 235-2646. It's 235-2646 for Shorty's Pizza Shack. They're at 12th and Bagby. Stop by and tell them we said hello. Recently on the John Moore Show. Thought about this and told a couple people in the press box yesterday. People have asked, man, what's it like to do a national championship game? What's mm-hmm. that like? And I said, it's great. I mean, there's nothing like that uh, professionally. I said, but you know what? You've got to do a lot of Baylor Prairie View A&M games before you get to a national championship game. And then last night, I find myself sitting there doing Baylor and Prairie View A&M. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, wouldn't you tell him? I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? The Pickup Outfitters, we think you do. And we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas, one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco, we're here to help you and your bro. On the web at createacommotion.com. I'll be in my suite. 
I'll be in my suite. I'll be in my suite. That sounds good, however you say it. And now that you can rent a beautiful suite at Globe Life Field for a Rangers game, you could soon be directing people to your ballpark suite. Whether you're celebrating an occasion or simply want an exclusive private space to watch the game with friends, we've got a suite that's right for you. Let us help you find it at 972rangers or at texasrangers.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Texas Rangers continue their West Coast road trip tonight as they take a two-game slide into Seattle for a four-game series with the Mariners. First pitch at 9:10, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Astros open a three-game series with the Padres at home tonight, 7:10 first pitch. Crawford Lady Pirates softball try to even up their series with Italy for a trip to the state tournament. Tonight in Whitney, first pitch is at 6 o'clock. Temple Wildcats close out the spring tonight at Wildcats Stadium with the annual blue-white game. The festivities start at 5 with the middle school 7-on-7 and lineman challenge, and the game follows starting at 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 437 from the Allen Samuels Studios, our 4 o'clock hour, brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Tom and Stephen Garrett with uh, his 73rd day off this year. So I, I, I don't know. Uh, we welcome you back to the program. We appreciate you being with us. And again, if uh, you're just joining us, uh, the, uh, the night session or the uh, second session, if you will, of the Big 12 tournament up in Oklahoma City has uh, been postponed due to inclement weather. They'll uh, attempt to play those games in the morning. The uh, games that did get played included Texas beating Oklahoma and Kansas State uh, eliminating Baylor this morning. So there you go. Uh, high school uh, softball and baseball, uh, Stephen, from, uh, from last night, uh, a doozy. Crawford and Italy got together in softball with the winner. Moving on to the 2A state championship in Austin, and Crawford drops a 3-1 decision to Italy. Uh, if I followed that correctly, it uh, the first hit for the of, the of the night for Crawford did not come until the seventh inning. So it was, uh, and I don't think they got a base runner until the fifth. Uh, so it was uh, Italy's his, Italy's pitcher was on and dealing last night. And I know Italy does have a really great pitcher. So uh, you know, in softball, Tom, they can throw a lot and often. Not sure what the plan is for moving forward, but that's that's a test for the Pirates. Game two's tonight at six, and I'll be curious. I'm assuming same pitcher in the circle. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3-1, though, was the score last night. Bosqueville in baseball taking on Winthorse last night, uh, and they played game one uh, in Weatherford, and Winthorse came out on top, stopping Bosqueville's 25-game winning streak. Bosqueville dropped uh, a 2-0 decision. They're now 31-3. and on the year. And again, we talked about this yesterday on the championship and uh, Winthorpe wins game one of the series. They'll play game two tonight, 630. Or I bet, yeah, game two tonight at 630 and game three 
uh, will uh, will take place uh, on on Friday. So there you go. Uh, Crawford Baseball will open up their two out of three with Lindsay. Uh, game one tonight in Brock at 5 p.m. Game two will follow. And if there is a third game, they'll play that on Saturday uh, afternoon. So there you go. And also starting tonight is Hubbard and Dodd City. Uh, the uh, Jaggers and Dodge City hooking up at Nevada Community with game one coming up at 7 o'clock. Game two will be noon Saturday. They got graduation for, on Friday, mm-hmm. so they'll play game two on Saturday. And game three, if necessary, will follow game two. So uh, we'll wish the uh, Jaggers the very best against Dodge City. And that's another quality team. And, and if everything goes uh, goes well, we're going to have Coach Jordan Grimm on the program from Hubbard, uh, and he'll be on tomorrow with us. So there you go. All right, uh, 440, 20 away from 5. Now, you were talking with Pat Combs just a few minutes ago mm-hmm. about the no-hitters. Yes. And it not it crazy right now? I mean, six no-hitters in the big leagues. And the if I'm not mistaken, the record for a nine-inning no-hitter in Major League Baseball is seven. And Madison Bumgardner, he had a seven inning no hitter in a mm-hmm. double header game. So that didn't officially count, but that was. I mean, Do you that, think it should? Probably not. I mean, I get it. It's a complete game, it's a no hitter, but. He didn't schedule it for seven. I know. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I'm okay with it not, not counting, though. But I, I totally understand why that's disappointing for Madison Bumgardner. But Tom, as a longtime baseball guy, mm-hmm. you've called games, you've done a lot of games. It's fascinating to me because I think most people would say, especially people that really love the game, yeah, I love a good pitcher's duel, right? Like yep. that's, that's great to watch two good arms go at it inning after inning. I See, that, and that's my deal. And I understand, you know, as as we move forward, that people like offense and they want to mm-hmm. see excitement. And, they, and that's what they say. Ba- baseball's boring. Well, if you understand the game, baseball is not boring. I mean, there's so much strategy. There's so much stinking strategy in baseball. It's ridiculous. Even in a low-scoring affair, you know, what are we going to throw? Are we going to, you know, where are we going to throw it? I mean, there's, you know, are we going to bounce one in here? Just There's all kinds of things that go into baseball, the strategy of the game. And, and, I, and I will tell you this, across the board, I don't care what sport it is, I like defense and I like strategy because I think that makes for a more competitive game. If all we're doing is going out there, you know, like like in the Big 12 several years ago, I mean, it was just a shootout. Last person with the ball wins? Mm-hmm. There was nothing interesting or intriguing about that to me. It was just survival of the fittest. And I don't want to see a 17-14 baseball game. I don't want to see a 17-14 softball game. Give me three to give me that game last night, 3 to 1. Uh, th- to me, that's intriguing and that's sure. interesting. Now, not everybody thinks that way, but that that's the way I like it. I mean, I like games where there is constant strategy and decision making, and when you have those low score low scoring games like that, you're you're pitching and playing defense. Let me ask you this though: Do you think because we're seeing less contact than ever? Pat Gomes mentioned guys shorten up their swing with two strikes. That's not really a thing anymore. No, it's analytics. Let me tell you, the other day we had David Murphy on this program, mm-hmm. and I asked that exact same question to David, and I said, David, why why are we not seeing guys when the shift is on and things of that nature, why are we not seeing guys get a bunt down, or, down or, yeah. or, or, or just even if you're just going to roll over on it and hit it the other way, get it past the pitcher's mound and you got a base hit? Why don't we see that? analytics say swing as hard as you can and hit it as far as you can. But you're right. With two strikes, 
Are you telling me you don't shorten up and punch that ball the other way? The answer is no. Well, I'm just wondering, and people can chime in if they want, 254-662-1660. Or the CNC Collision Center text line, same number. CNC Collision Center text line, same number. Do... Are no hitters kind of losing their value or they're losing their magic? Because you are seeing more and more strikeouts. And you, you talked about bunting. Perfect example, Rangers, they sweep the Astros last weekend. Big series win. Adolis Garcia was huge. We'll talk about him later in the show. But with the new rule, which is another discussion, but the new rule that starts a runner on second next year innings, mm-hmm. Astros don't score in the top of the 10th. Mm-hmm. So Rangers are there in the bottom of the 10th. Mm-hmm. They need one run to walk it off. I'm not like guy that wants to see a bunt every time. But in that scenario, in that situation, yeah. you need one run. Get him over. Lay one down. And they didn't do it. Now, to the Rangers' credit, they end up loading the bases, and Garcia got a single up the middle, and they win the game. Hey, well, it's an old saying for a reason. Get him on, get him over, get him in. Mm-hmm. And, and you're seeing less and less than that. And I don't need small ball at time, but I think that there's – Used to, if there was a runner on third and less than two outs, that was almost automatic. It's Somebody an was coming art, in. Steven. You know that. It's an art to to get a bunt down. And, and look what it does. And you can say, well, that you're giving yourself up. Well, sort of. A, a guy, first of all, has got to go field the ball. Mm-hmm. Then he's got to make a good throw. And then the guy on the other end has got to make the catch. And he's got to do it all before you run down to first base. So there's <laughs> – and I know that you're tip, you're, you are giving yourself up, but – it's not automatic. You've seen no. it a million times. And if you get a good bunt down and make that make that pitcher go to the foul line, pirouette all the way around and throw. Who knows? You know, he may throw that thing down the first baseline up to right field, and and you, the guy that you just sacked over to second is now standing on home play. I I, I don't know. I'm a big believer in, in fundamental base. In fundamental baseball, I'm a big believer in fundamental football. Mm-hmm. I still believe the game is what at the line of scrimmage, you know, yeah. instead of throwing it all over the stadium. Good things happen when you put the ball in play. Yep, putting pressure on the defense—that's a good thing. So we'll continue this with. Uh, well, we'll we'll talk baseball mainly more Baylor baseball and what their prospects are with Jerry Hill coming up next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show, joined now by Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what did you what did you make of? Uh, Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship. He reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986 the Masters, and that is he was a player well past his prime, wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, he, he remembered how to win. And Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Your attention is needed for this special announcement. It's Freedom Country's grand opening sales event. Central Texas, you've asked for it and you've got it. Freedom Country's grand opening sales event is here. And during our Freedom Country sales event, you can take advantage of thousands of dollars in savings and zero dollars down delivers. And like I said, we're making car buying easy with five makes two stores all in one location right here in Colleen at Freedom 
country. I had to say it. All of plus textile license together for Pinky Johnson. You want it hot. You want it now. Hot honey pizza, that is. Red sauce, mozzarella, parmesan, ricotta, pepperoni, salami, jalapenos, and a hefty drizzle of Mike's hot honey drizzled on the pizza when it's bubbly and fresh out of the oven. Go to Village Pizzeria at Union Hall in Waco for the unforgettable hot honey pizza that'll keep you going back for more. Visit Village Pizzeria in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Try the hot honey pizza. You'll be back for more. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Your home for the Waco Lions, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 450, 10 away from 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Steven rolling through a Thursday afternoon, and we are so glad you're with us. We are joined now by Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Insider. Jerry, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, Tommy. All right, uh, let's dive in. Uh, a tough morning for the Bears, uh, both, well, both yesterday and today, but particularly today yeah. you got a 3 nothing lead in the six with two outs, and, man, the wheels just kind of come off. Yeah, that one was uh, – it was a strange game, and, uh, you know, it really was almost like two different games because, you know, Baylor kind of – it didn't dominate, but they controlled the first five innings. I mean, it's 3 nothing. Um, you know, Hayden Keller is dealing, and, and everything's looking good, and – you know, Jared McKenzie had, dr- had driven in all three runs with a home run and a two-run single. I mean, you're feeling good. And uh, and then, you know, you've got the veteran, you know, uh, relief crew lined up behind him, and you're feeling good. Uh, but I think a lot of it changed. Uh, you know, didn't get the six, but when they hit those back-to-back home runs, I think it just changed a lot. And 
then Baylor just really couldn't stop the bleeding uh, in that seventh. It was it was crazy how it just went completely the other way in that inning. And and I thought one of the plays that you know kind of uh, you know just said everything about that game or particularly about that inning was when that guy hits one down the right Furlan, I believe hits the one down the right field line. He doesn't even think it's fair. And he's standing there at home plate and, and somehow it winds up in that right field corner. And, and you've been there, Tom. I mean, I, I guess that's just a strange spot there. And, uh, you know, that just, that inning just killed him because you give up seven and, and it was with, you know, th- like I said, three of your best bullpen guys out there and they, they score seven on you. And that's, you know, you, you say, well, what could we have done different? Well, nothing. Coach yeah. Rod Coach Rod put his best out there, and that's baseball. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's just the way it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, and I heard Pat a little bit. You know, it's, it's pitches that they've won with and maybe some pitches that they've gotten away with. But, uh, yeah, with Jimmy Winston out there, with Ryan Leckich out there, with Luke Boyd out there, you're expecting to get through that inning. And, and then the other play, Tom, obviously was the – pickoff that you know that didn't wind up happening but you know if you make that play it's it's uh you know it's six three uh, instead of nine three going into the next inning so it, it that changed a lot you know because uh literally on the next pitch luke boyd gives up a free run homer to little jim and and i think at that point the game is over so it was a tough day tough two days uh for the bears in oklahoma city jerry i know everyone's hoping that they have some more baseball to play yep. but uh, for somebody like Andy Thomas, if this is the end yeah. for him, um, just how special has he been over the last few years for Baylor baseball? Yeah, unbelievable, um, Stephen. He's and particularly you know the last couple of years, and and you know I think some people maybe kind of doubted you know you know him following Shea Langoliers, you know if not the best, one of the best catchers in college baseball, and and certainly one of the best catchers in Baylor baseball history. So. Uh, but I thought he did a great job behind the plate. And then, obviously, I you know, this year in particular, he really added the hitting and added the power. I think he had 11 or 12 home runs so far. So, um, yeah, he was he was a phenomenal player. He did not have a good tournament. Um, so it's been kind of a bad stretch. And, and he came up, uh, you know, in that uh, series against Oklahoma, he came up with, you know, a chance to drive in at least the tying run uh, there in the ninth. And, and, he, and he kind of, you know, rolled one over. So, he, he struggled a little bit there late, but, man, Andy has been so good um, these last few years. Jerry, uh, and we've all been here with this with this yeah. deal. It, it's Now it's just brutal. It's just there's nothing you can do. Yeah. This is athletics, but it's not in your hands anymore. It's, it's just sit around a television set and hope. <laughs> yeah, and that's the tough thing, Tom, is I think you did kind of have it in your hand going into this tournament. You had a chance to kind of, you know, boost your resume, if not win the tournament, at least win two or three games, you know, maybe get to Saturday or even Sunday. And, and I, you know, I think you do that, and then you beat, you know, a, a TCU and maybe a Tech along the way. Um, you, you punch your ticket. But now, like you said, you've got to wait on a committee and what they decide. And, and you know, I, I tell you, and, I you know, we, we talked earlier today, I, I actually felt better after listening to Pat because he did bring up a good point. This is a really good baseball league. This is the number two rated conference in the country. And are you only going to get four teams in there? Now, who is the fifth team? That's the thing. And, and you brought up some good points about K-State, but they're RBI. I don't know. I mean, that's unless they win the tournament, I still think they're out. Yeah, the- Oklahoma, I think, went out today. And like I said, that's, that was one of the things that I felt like had to happen is Oklahoma had to lose 
So I think that kind of eliminates them, even though they won three of four from Baylor. I think Baylor winning that Tech series on the road. And, Tom, you know, I know we, I know they look a lot at that last ten. But I was looking, and, and they were three and seven. I went back there and looked. Uh, they've lost, you know, six of their last eight. So they really struggled down the stretch. But before that, they were 16-4 and four when they had everybody and, and, you know, it was healthy and, and you had all your pitchers going. And they were 16-4 and four and won four straight conference series. So, I mean, do you just completely ignore that? And then the other thing is, and this is maybe kind of – I'm trying to make a case for them here, Tom. <laughs> You're doing a good job. <laughs> I know. I'm trying. But here's the deal. A lot of times, and we've seen it, um, and particularly in basketball – they um, will will kind of push a team down for injuries like ones that happen late in the year. Well, guess what? They're actually getting some guys back. So shouldn't that boost them a little bit? Don't you take that into consideration the same way you talk about guys that you're losing? They're gaining guys, and they're gaining big ones, man. I mean, Tyler Thomas, uh, Blake Helton, and then possibly Esteban Cardozo-Akendo. Those are three big ones that you could get back. So I don't know. Does the committee look at that? I don't know. Because um, I've never sat in one of those committees, but I'm trying to give them some bullet points, Tom. I'm trying to make a case. And you've done a heck of a job, <laughs> I'm just telling you. Uh, you. The one thing that, you know, and Stephen pointed out, and this is where yeah. you have zero control, is right. some of the, and, and I guess for lack of a better term, mid-major type deals, yeah. you got yeah. maybe a one-bid league. If that conference champion bails early and somebody right. that you weren't expecting, that's where you have zero control uh, because they're going to get now two teams instead of just one. Yeah, they're going to take some. They're going to steal some bids. Now, what I understand, and I haven't gone through and looked, Tom, but a lot of the conferences aren't even playing tournaments this year. Um, so maybe that you know, maybe you, so you would have more chalk. I haven't gone and looked and seen what conferences are not having tournaments. But if that's the case, then those do become strictly one bid leagues, and that would that would help you. So if that's the case, uh, if you're not Stealing a lot of those bids, and again, I think Baylor's got a better chance. Uh, but I, you know, it's it, I, at this point, I think you're hoping and praying, um, and and certainly you're pulling for, you know, like you said, I think you're you're pulling for chalk in some of those other leagues, and then you know, bad way to look at it, but I think you're pulling for somebody to beat K State because you can't let K State make a run and maybe even win the tournament because that would that would definitely knock you out. I think as long as you, you look at it like, well, this league deserves five, is Baylor that fifth? So I think as long as, it's, as it stays there, Baylor has a chance. But if K-State goes on and wins or, like you said, maybe makes it to the final or something, um, that's probably going to knock Baylor out because I think they're going to you know, give the edge to K-State with the way that they finished, including winning that TCU series. What a huge win that was. And had a had a chance to beat them again the other day. So, uh, yeah, they're they're definitely upward trending. And, and, man, they've got an incredible offense, 87 homers now, Tom. So, yeah, they're, they're a scary team. Jerry, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the input. Uh, and, and, again, we're all just going to kind of sit around more, uh, on Monday and, and wait and yeah. see what happens. And uh, we, uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate see, it. See you later. Jerry Hill, he is the Director of Sports Journalism 
and writes the uh, for the Baylor Bear Insider. He is our guest here. Let's uh, take a second. It's a four fifty nine minute shy of five as we roll through Thursday. And again, uh, let's talk a second about uh, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And man, coming up this Saturday from ten until eleven thirty, you can stop by Alan Samuels for a meet and greet with Mark Bottle from the national champion Baylor Bear basketball team. Fun for the whole family. You can uh, join them for autographs, refreshments, and a huge giveaway, including a $200 cash drawing and uh, an awesome national championship gear gift basket from Barefoot Campus Outfitters. So, man, uh, it it should be a lot of fun. Just, you know, some of the cool things that uh, they do over at Allen Samuels, and I think think this will be a fun fun event on Saturday. It's a a holiday weekend, and, and Stephen, you can go by and you can check out uh, you can check out Mark Vidal from 10 until 11.30. And while you're there, you can also check out some great vehicles at Allen Samuels at 201 West Loop 340. Certified by J.D. Power again this year as the winner of the Customer First Award for Excellence. You want to you wanna check out a great vehicle? Check out Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. Thought about this and told a couple people in the press box yesterday. People have asked, man, what's it like to do a national championship game? What's mm-hmm. that like? And I said, it's great. I mean, there's nothing like that uh, professionally. I said, but you know what? You've got to do a lot of Baylor Prairie View A&M games before you get to a national championship game. And then last night, I found myself sitting there doing Baylor and Prairie View A&M. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, wouldn't you tell him? I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? The Pickup Outfitters, we think you do. And we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas, one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco, we're here to help you and your bro. On the web at createacommotion.com. I'll be in my suite. I'll be in my suite. I'll be in my suite. That sounds good, however you say it. And now that you can rent a beautiful suite at Globe Life Field for a Rangers game, you could soon be directing people to your ballpark suite. Whether you're celebrating an occasion or simply want an exclusive private space to watch the game with friends, we've got a suite that's right for you. Let us help you find it at 972 Rangers or at TexasRangers.com. 
For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsandtemple.com for their menu. I'll take a grande, no-foam, triple-cap, double-pump vanilla latte with three-and-a-half ice cubes, slightly shaken, extra whip. Yeah, that's going to be an upcharge. Great! This one is on my Kasasa cashback checking account. Uh-huh. Kasasa pays me cash back on everyday debit card purchases, plus refunds on ATM withdrawal fees. Go on, take back banking and treat yourself to monthly cash rewards. First Central Credit Union. Come see them today or apply online at firstcentralcu.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. 504, welcome back into the program in time for our Ranger Roundup. And, and Stephen, I know that uh, the, the Rangers are on the left coast and I, I know how big a fan you are, so there's no question you stayed up and watched every pitch of last night's ball or yesterday's ball game, right? No, those West Coast games are hard. Now, of course, we had an afternoon game, which was yeah. fun. But a couple nights ago, Tom will be honest with you, when it was uh, when Shohei Otani hit a three-run bomb and it was seven-one LA, I Adios. said, <laughs> "So that's it for me, guys. Good luck." <laughs> Uh, the uh, Rangers did lose again yesterday. Boy, they are struggling playing on the road right now. I mean, it just is not going well. They lose nine to eight yesterday. Now they were they were getting thumped pretty good. <laughs> they and were. Then, and then here comes the rally, but the rally comes up a little bit short. And man, they I think they've lost what three in a row now. They have had that nice Astro series, and then have gone on the tank a little bit. And that's been really the story of the year. But uh, a good rally yesterday has been a roller coaster, as you said. Joey Gallo hits a home run. Um, they got a couple of hits. Willie Calhoun, Nick Solak got it to nine eight, but then couldn't close it out, which is is unfortunate. I mean, good for them for fighting, but yeah, they just man, it, it feels like they're getting in a groove and they might reel off six or seven, and they're just not there yet, Tom. The, you know, it's a club that even though they've lost three in a row, and, and they're going to this year. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any doubt we're going to see uh, we're going to see a roller coaster with the Rangers. But isn't it isn't it a club that's fun to watch though? I mean, at least they. I mean, this group plays hard. They're giving great effort, and, and that's what I like about them. I, I think they're fun to watch. No, I think they're fun to watch too. They play hard. They're engaged. They get after it. They have some young guys. I, I'm curious, Tom. And if people want to chime on the CNC collisions here in text line, 254-662-1660, you know, the whole point of this is they're rebuilding, right? Mm-hmm. So right now on this roster, how many like foundational players do you see that mm. you think, okay, n- not this guy's a fun story for a year, right? but I think this dude could be in the lineup for five or six years. Because I think most folks would say Joey Gallo, and that's fine if that's your answer. Right. But it's it's real feast or famine with him. Yep. His, but that, but you know that going you in. You know that. Yeah. You're also going to have to pay him, and Scott Boris is his agent, which is good luck with that. Good luck with that. But other than that, I mean, I, like I like Nick Solak. I like Adolis Garcia, and and we'll talk about him a little bit later. I like Willie Calhoun, but 
I don't know if any of those guys are going to be in the lineup a couple of years from now. How about Connor Falefa at shortstop? Here's a guy that makes the slide from third base over to shortstop, mm-hmm. and I think he's done well. I think he's a guy that you can kind of build that middle infield around. I don't know that you got your second baseman yet, and I'm not sure you got your center fielder yet. But I, I kind of like uh, Connor Falefa there to kind of anchor the middle. I could agree with that. I mean, he, his, he's, uh, he's a much better hitter than I thought he would be. And an interesting story. Like, he was a dude that didn't really hit for power at all. And not that he's going to hit 25 home runs, but he can drive it out of the park a little bit, drive it in the alley. Uh, and plus, plus defender. I mean, as you said, a dude that can get there in the middle infield. Now, third base, you got to figure that out. I know Josh Young is a dude they love who's a Texas Tech product. Mm-hmm. And he's hurt right now. But maybe that side of the infield with Falefa and, and Young – they can they can sort of solidify that over the next few years. And you know, I was looking at their top twenty uh, prospects. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of third basemen, a lot of third basemen in in that top twenty, including Davis Wenzel from Baylor. He's like their number eight uh, overall ranked player, and Young from Tech is their number one prospect. So you got some third basemen. Is that somebody you potentially move to get that other piece in the middle? I mean, so there's a lot of things that uh, that they got working for him i don't know it's it's a fun story it's a great story but come on did everybody miss on adolis garcia he got he was released he was on the street and the rangers said you know what we'll take a flyer and resign you and come on go down to the farm and and hang out then an injury later he's up and doing what he's doing did everybody miss on adolis garcia I've never seen anything like it. I mean, from time to time, sure, you'll get the 28, 29-year-old minor leaguer who just suddenly breaks through. I remember Marlon Byrd a while back, and not that he went on to have an amazing career, but he was a good player for them for a couple seasons. But, Tom, I mean, he's he's leading the league in home runs. 16 of them bad boys. 16 home runs for Adolis Garcia. The 1-2. And that fastball is drilled to deep left field. Upton can't do anything about it. It is yet another Adolis Garcia home run. Well, you could pitch to the scouting report. You can pitch him classically. It's Adolis Garcia. He's going to hit the quadrangular at some point. It's his 16th home run of the year, and the Rangers are on the board at 5-1. to one. Matt Hicks on the call on the Ranger Radio Network, and that is home run number 11 of the month, by the way. And you could tell by his voice – that was that was a no doubter, and if yep. you watched it on TV, it was a high fastball that he turned on. Man, he's and he's very very fun to watch. But yeah, this is this is incredible, and I, I know the Rangers will take a lot of credit for it, and as they should, they ultimately took the flyer on him. Mm-hmm. But I think if you got a quiet moment with anybody in the scouting department, they would say we had no idea. A lot of scouting departments, <laughs> no idea yeah. what we were getting. Uh, with his eleventh home run of the, and this is our stat of the day, with his eleventh home run of the month. Uh, the month of May, Adolis Garcia broke the Rangers' rookie record for the most home runs in a calendar month, and he passed up Dave Hostetler, the former Ranger first baseman, who had 10 back in June of 82. Garcia is now tied with Toronto's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Boy, how old am I? I remember watching <laughs> <laughs> Vlad, his dad play for the uh, Major League lead in home runs. They both have 16, which is the most ever. 16 home runs is the most ever by a Texas rookie before the All-Star break. And we're a long way away from the All-Star break. And by the way, the guy that had the most home runs uh, before the All-Star break as a rookie, 16 home runs in 1986 by 
Pete Incavillia, who could hit him a country mile. I think he had like 3,000 home runs at Oklahoma State. <laughs> I mean, he, he could hit him. He could hit him a ton. So this guy is doing – he's not only – in the lineup, you know, when we when he first got called up, I was like, "Well, they're not going to get him out of the lineup." Right now, he's leading the league in home runs. This is crazy what he's doing. Well, and and you'll see a guy come up, and for a couple of weeks, he's hitting the cover off the ball, and then okay, we got a scouting report now. We know what he's we know what he's going to chase. We know what his cold zone is. We'll start throwing there, but he's uh, he's definitely not sneaking up on anybody. I mean, goodness gracious, like everybody knows who he is. He lets you know when he hits a home run, and he just continues to do it. So. Heck of a job uh, by Adolis Garcia taking advantage of his opportunity. All right, uh, we're going to switch gears here in just a second, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk football. That's right. We're going to talk about the pig skin, and we'll do that in just a second. But speaking of pig, how about let's uh, talk about Waco beef and pork processors. Mike and the gang at 523 Precision Drive, 772-4669 is the phone number if you got a question. And uh, you can also check them out online at Holy Smoke sausage.com that's holy smoked with a d sausage.com it's family owned and operated since 1995 serving uh, communities throughout central texas uh, with their uh, tremendous smoked meats usda prime beef and grade eight pork the best ingredients the best cut of meats i told the story uh i, I had mike cut up a, a tenderloin for me a few weeks ago and then we had a little celebration last week and he cut them into fillets for me <laughs> Put them on the grill, and, and you know, look, I'm not a grill master. You know, if it's you know, I look and say, hey, it's it's not moving, it's done, so let's go. But these things were fabulous. I mean, outstanding. And what I did with them is, I he he cut them up and then he he packaged them up and you know, what do you call it, dry seal or whatever, or, you know, where it's uh, vacuum pack. That's what it is, dry seal. <laughs> it's the same thing, vacuum pack, and. Uh, I froze them, and then I I got a few out the other night and and put them on the you know let them thaw and put them on the grill and man they were tremendous restaurant quality steaks is what we're talking about award winning beef brisket uh, they've got uh, pork uh, pork short ribs and they also got uh, beef ribs and. I don't know about you, Stephen, but I'm a beef rib kind of guy. And I know they're hard to find. Mm-hmm. They're not hard to find over at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. But I think a beef rib is far better than a pork rib. That's just me. I, I like a beef rib. So and you can get beef ribs over at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Spices and seasonings. And, of course, they make uh, holy smoked sausage, including summer sausage and cheese and uh, Czech sausage, Polish sausage, Italian breakfast, chorizo, you get the picture, German sausage, and, and again, I love German sausage because it doesn't have a lot of grease to it. Uh, and, and you, and you I, I bought some of his German sausage a while back, threw it in a pot, boiled it, and brought it out and, you know, cut it up and throw a little mustard and away we go. That's what you can do. So if, if you're, if you got a big grill coming up this weekend, you got friends coming over or you're going someplace for a big cookout, why not go ahead and call Mike first thing tomorrow morning, and I mean you better get to him in a, in a hurry, at uh, 772-4669. Let me give it to you again, 772-4669. They're at 523 Precision Drive. Call Mike, and uh, he'll, he'll, he'll take care of you. Whatever you need, you say, you know what, I want X, and I want them done this way. Mike will do it for you. I promise you he will. And it, it is tremendous, tremendous quality, and you'll love every minute of it. 523 Precision Drive for Waco Beef and Pork Processors. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Increasing clouds tonight with showers and thunderstorms developing overnight. Low temperatures fall to 71 degrees. It'll be mostly cloudy tomorrow with a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms, especially late in the afternoon, a high of 86. And showers and thunderstorms early Saturday, otherwise clearing skies in 81. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Dylan Meek is our uh, guest, the mayor of Waco. Yeah, you know, there's been such a great energy here in Waco for a while. I think for, for years now, there's just been a building excitement and optimism with all of the great things that we're seeing in this community. And this national championship just took it up a notch. And there's just, you know, I think this Baylor team just embodies the character of our community. They, uh, they are um, men of high character, of hard work. Uh, the, the culture of joy that they celebrate. I mean, I think that that is so representative of this entire city. So um, for them to be able to uh, go win this title and carry that joy and that excitement and that um, commitment to hard work back into the community is, is uh, an amazing and a, a, a powerful thing for our town. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Have you heard about the new Quesabira? That's right, Quesabira. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. My house has a new here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal window central texas.com that's universal window central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct 
your home for the Waco Lions, ESPN Central Texas. All right, good stuff. 19 after 5, 519, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stephen Garrett on vacation. He'll be back with us, I don't know, July. Or... <laughs> well, I mean, you know. He's taking a sabbatical. <laughs> yes, he, he, it's, a, it's a something. <laughs> sabbatical, I guess. Yeah, we'll work with that. Uh, 19 after 5, and uh, this is game time. If you just joined us, Texas a winner today over Oklahoma, eliminating the Sooners. Kansas State a winner over the Bears, eliminating BU from the Big 12 tournament. The uh, afternoon session and evening session postponed due to inclement weather in Oklahoma City. They'll try to uh, get that thing up and running again tomorrow morning. All right, uh, Stephen, let's switch gears and talk football. And uh, one of the things that we did run across was the uh, Baylor football schedule. Uh, And and again, it's the first three games uh, for game times. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're going to play, they're going to play Texas State on the road. Isn't that a little interesting uh, to, for a power five to be going on the road to Texas State? Can't remember how exactly that worked out, but yeah, don't see a lot of uh, big conference schools going down to San Marcos. But hey, yeah, a little road environment to start the year. Is that a five for one? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, Texas Southern, they they get Texas Southern home. Both of those are six p.m. kicks. Then they'll hit the road and go to Lawrence to take on KU in the Big Twelve opener. That will be an afternoon game at two thirty, but that will be in Lawrence, and it won't. I, I don't suspect it'll be a hundred and five. Uh, but <laughs> since it's in Lawrence and, and then the rest of the schedule, uh, Stephen, they do not have game times for, and you know, that's where you'll just start working in those game times based off of television and their desire for how they want to place these games. And it is about how television desires to place the games. Make no mistake about it. They, they don't charge. care yep. it's your homecoming <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> or that it's 11 o'clock in the morning. All right. The five twenty one. you had a interesting uh, article that you ran across mm-hmm. talking about college football. Yeah, so this is uh, over under for win totals. Wow. And we'll focus on the Big 12. We'll, we'll start with Baylor. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you, Tom, and I'll give my opinion as well. And then if you want to call us, 254-662-1660 or text the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. But this is regular season win totals. So we're not factoring in a bowl game. Um, Vegas has the Baylor Bears over-under at five and a half. Five and a half. And as Tom ran down there, their non-conference slate, Texas State, Texas Southern, and then they play BYU in October, which is a fun home-and-home home they have going the next couple of years. Tom, they won two games last year. So five and a half wins for the Bears over-under. What, what are you thinking? All right, you'd like to – I mean, come on, let's let's be realistic. You'd like to see him get to six, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and that gets you to bowl eligibility. But, Stephen, honestly, I think if this with this schedule and how it lays out, if they get to five, then I think they've had a, a – you know, they're, they're moving in the right direction under Coach Dave Aranda. They get to five and seven from where they were a year ago. Sure. That doesn't get you in a bowl game, and it is under five and a half, so I'm going under. Under, okay. Yeah, you can let us know, 254-662-1660, over under five and a half wins for the Bears this year. So we, we got them 3-0, right? We got them 3-0, and I'll, I'll take the over just because 
That defense was really good last year. Yes, it was. And they were in a lot of games, right? Like Iowa State, they took them down to the wire. Uh, they hung around against Oklahoma for a while. There were also some blowouts. Oklahoma State, TCU, they were never really in those contests. But I think if the offense can just be better, slightly better, that can get you a couple wins. Texas Tech, they're kind of down. Can you beat West Virginia at home? You played them close on the road last year. Of course, there are big questions, though. Offensive line, we still don't know who the quarterback is. We don't really have any clarity on that. I would think Jacob Zeno, if I had to guess today. But Tom, who's your, who's your, who's, If we play tomorrow, who's the starting running back? Oh, that's a good question, too. Maybe Quaylen Jones? I know he didn't play a lot last year. There's So you're telling me we don't know the starting quarterback and we don't know the starting running back. We still have questions in the offensive line, right? Don't poke holes in my argument, Tom. <laughs> okay, I'm just, just asking. So I'm gonna, and we're going to get to the others, but I want you to walk me through this. You've got them 3-0, right? Yep. Do they beat Iowa State? No. It's 3-1. Do they beat Oklahoma State on the road? See, that was one I was going, yeah. I think actually Mike Gundy usually does better with low expectations, so I'll say no. They're 3-2. and two. West Virginia at home. Yeah, they get that one. Okay, I, and I got that one as well. BYU at home. And I don't know. I, yeah, I don't really know enough about BYU. I'll say, I'll say yes because it's a home game, so it's five. Okay, Texas at home. No. In Fort Worth at TCU. No. Oklahoma. No. At Kansas State. They beat K-State last year at home. Or I got him at five and five now. Um, I I like Chris Kleiman. They got a quarterback, Skylar Thompson, who's like a six-year COVID senior. So I'll say no. And then Tech. Yeah, they get they beat yeah. Tech. They get the ball eligible. See, I, I've got I've got I've got the three that you got, and then I've got at I've got them beating Kansas State, and then I've got them beating Texas Tech at home, and then my question mark. Because it's five and a half, by golly. Mm -hmm. My question mark is, is West Virginia. And, you know, so if they get they get that, then I got them at six. If they can't get that one, I got them at, at five. But still, if I, I'm a firm believer that you're going to crawl before you walk. And, and this sure. program was, you know, where, where he where – look, I, I almost think in so many ways this is year one because of – you did not have spring. You didn't have all those. I mean, it, it, and now you got a new offensive staff. You got a bunch of new personnel coming in. There's a lot. I mean, this is almost like the beginning of the Dave Aranda era. Almost. You said five and seven. Would you consider that a success? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I do. You know, ultimately, you want six and six because you want to be bowl eligible and all that right. good stuff. But from where they were, if they can be and now, hey, look, it's got to be five and seven, and we're competitive against these other teams. If we're getting, you know, if you're getting beat by forty, then five and seven doesn't look as good. Sure. What, what do you think? If I, they get to five and seven and they're in two or three others. I would think most people would consider that a success. I feel like, though, bowl eligibility is such a big benchmark now because it just feels so easy to get to six wins. Well, there's so many bowl games, yeah. Yeah, there's so many games. I mean, if we're saying they start the year off 3-0 and and they don't get to six, then they're going 2-7 and seven down the stretch. I mean, that's that's a tough way to end the season. But I, I get what you're saying. 5-7, and seven, you're competitive. And I don't want to compare I don't want to compare coaches because I know it's a totally different situation and as you said coach Aranda in year 1 had a, a really really tough um deal with with the covid protocols but 
Coach Rule, you know, he got six wins in year two. However, they were teetering, right? Like, they only had five wins going to that Tech game at AT&T Stadium, and they ended up getting it done and getting that victory. And they got blown out a few times that year. They got beat handily by West Virginia on the road. Um, all right, Tom, we got, we're running out of time here, but I'll give you one or two more Big 12 teams. Sure. Okay, so Texas, eight wins over under for Steve Sarkeesian in year one. Uh, I'm going to say under. Okay. I'm going to say it, be- it better be under. I mean, you know what the expect they didn't bring, and I don't care if it's year one. They didn't bring him in here to to win eight games. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they better. And, well, <laughs> that's a hard one. <laughs> it is. And well, I think eight's like a push is probably the answer. Which yeah, is why, uh, yeah. Which is why they set it there because eight's pretty solid. Now their non-conference schedule. I was looking at this today. They play Louisiana, who is uh, who beat Iowa State last year. Pretty good team. Mm-hmm. They go on the road to a program you know well. They play Arkansas in Fayetteville. Hey, and, and it's up and coming under Sam. Under Pittman. Sam. Yeah. yeah. A couple of years ago, that's that's an easy, easy w. win. Yeah. But now you're sweating a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they play Rice and they'll win that game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll, I'll probably and I, I think the expectations are definitely higher than this. But first year head coach, first year quarterback. It probably ends up being eight, but I'll go under because I think it's more likely they get seven than they get nine. Oh, then there's, I'm telling you, if it's a seven and five year and a also ran bowl game, Mm -hmm. that's not exactly why they went and got him from Alabama. Would you agree with that? I mean, the the, the fan base is going to be. That's a big disappointment. Yeah. Okay. One more for you. And this one is is just kind of funny to me. Kansas. Over under one win. That's the over under for them. Now here's here's Come here's on. here's the non conference schedule, Tom. South Dakota, Coastal Carolina, and Duke. That's a tough non conference schedule. Is. Uh look, I'm going over. I'm I'm not about to do that. It, it, you know the funny part about that program is, you know, when they had the the the, the opening, mm-hmm. the the interim coach and, and that staff installed a new offense and i'm like hang on a second you're going to install a new offense and you don't know who the head coach is going to be so that's what they did at ku during their spring season they installed a new offense yeah and i'll i'll go over to because i think if lance leipold is a good coach and he did a nice job at buffalo you got to find a way to get one Big 12 win. So if you're him and you're saying, okay, I'm going from Buffalo to a Power 5 in, in, in KU, there had to be some kind of commitment to football that KU made or you you're think. not leaving Buffalo. Right. New AD, Travis Goff. Right. I'm sure – well, the thing, though, is they've talked about having a commitment there for years. That's why they hired Jeff Long as the AD because that was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we need you to get football to a respectable place. All right, we're running way late. We are, yeah. Hold on to that. We're coming back to that tomorrow. We're going to put that okay. back into the program tomorrow because there's several more that we want to get to. It's a 5.30, and John is standing by with today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here's what I also want to do right now. I want to open up the phone line for you at 662-1660, 662-1660. we got a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers that we want to give away. We'll take caller number 7 at 662 662- 1660 that's 662 1660 caller seven you jump in and we are going to get you hooked up with a couple of cheeseburger baskets from double r old-fashioned hamburgers in espn central texas where john morris has got today's baylor sports beat program 
This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Thursday afternoon, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball bows out of the Big 12 tournament, now awaits word from the NCAA on Monday. That plus track and field and tennis news coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great. From general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets, we go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. It's the Sikkim Podcast, with a new episode each week, hosted by Brooke Bednarz and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. You know, the front door to Baylor University usually is your athletic department, and so, you know, how do we make that front door just bright and shiny gold? Subscribe to the Sikkim Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you consume your podcasts, and at BaylorBears.com. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, Baylor baseball bowed out of the Big 12 tournament with a 9-4 loss this morning in Oklahoma City to Kansas State. The Bears now sitting at 31-20 and on the season. They've dropped six of their last eight games, so very much on the bubble as the NCAA tournament announcement comes on Monday. Meanwhile, Baylor men's tennis continues in the singles and doubles competition in Orlando, Florida. Adrian Boyton playing in a singles semifinal match at this hour in Orlando, while the doubles team of Konstantin Fransen and Sven La play in a doubles semifinal coming up later today. And Baylor track and field running at the NCAA West Regional in College Station that began yesterday. Here are the hopes and the plan for head coach Todd Harbour for Baylor track and field in the NCAA West Region. You need to get there. And so that's I think that's what's exciting about the regional uh, competition is that we've got some that are obviously way up at the top and we're expecting them to make it. But we've got some others that... You know, maybe you weren't counting on them about a month ago, and they're starting to really look pretty solid right now. Our four relays all have a shot, so that would be exciting if we can get all four of them up there. And all four of them have a chance to make the finals, you know, at NCAAs. And so if we can do that and get a bunch of individuals out with them, uh, our goal this year has been to finish strong. Uh, we were obviously disappointed in our conference finishes. Uh, ladies, you know, didn't have a good conference meet indoor. We bounced back and finished ninth out at the championship. And, you know, Texas beat us by one point. So we're hoping to do that on both sides, uh, men and women, to finish strong at the NCAA meet. But we got to get through A&M this week. Todd Harbour and Baylor track and field competing in the NCAA West Regional underway in College Station. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. 
recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Joined now by Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what did you what did you make of uh, Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship? It reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986, the Masters, and that is he was a player well past his prime, wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, he, he remembered how to win. And Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H-braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Payments for qualified buyer with 4000 down at 2.9%. TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. Travel us back and soar the savings at the Memorial Day Savings Event at Richard Carr. Save $5,900 on a 2021 Buick Encore. Drive off in the affordable luxury of a Buick Encore for as little as $258 a month. Or vacation in the spacious comfort of a three-row Buick Enclave and save $8,500. 100% credit approval is always our goal. It's the Memorial Day Savings Event going on now at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit for Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Time for the grab bag with Tom and Gary on Game Time. 538, 22 now away from 6. And our 5 o'clock hour 
rolling along here. Grab bag time with Tom and Steven. Garrett with a couple of days. Well, uh, you know, a little more than a couple of days, but it's another story. Uh, all right, uh, Garrett, I've just, uh, Stephen, rather, I just bounced around here uh, and found some things that I, I found interesting. Kansas basketball coach Bill Self has uh, gone out and got some, uh, got a couple of new players. See, uh, the Jayhawks announced uh, a high-scoring Arizona State transfer, Remy Martin, and Iowa State guard within the league. Jalen Coleman lands have officially signed their transfer paperwork to join the program. Uh, <laughs> this is what cracks me up. They are considered, here we go, they are considered two of the top players in the portal, and that's saying something since there's more than 1,000 players <laughs> on the market. But now we're evaluating our – it's not let's evaluate those who are being uh, recruited. Let's evaluate the portal. So we got so many kids in the portal. Let's evaluate the portal. Yeah, it's become its own kind of foreign free agency. But KU, they've been doing this all off season. They had a couple more guys. Remy Martin was a big-time scorer in the Pac-12 uh, I think the biggest issue with them, Tom, Kansas is always talented, and they had some talent last year, but they always had that dude that you could just kind of throw the ball to and they would go score, um, whether it was Mario Chalmers or Andrew Wiggins, Ben, Mac- ben McLemore. They didn't really have that guy last year, and I- I- they still played good defense, and they were a talented team, but they need more of that help. And you're seeing, I, I think, with what Baylor did, winning the conference, winning the national title, Bill Self say, okay, I got to go rehaul this roster. Did you? And I still think back to the KU Baylor game in, in Lawrence when Kansas defeated Baylor and the excitement level of those KU players. And they thought they just won the league. Mm-hmm. And I thought, is this not bizarre? It, you could see once upon a time if a Baylor team went into Allen Fieldhouse and won that there may be an excitement level. Sure. But this is KU at home winning a basketball game and acting like that I mean that's I mean it's it was it was strange to me to see that reaction from a KU team at home Baylor turned the whole conference on on its head this year mm, no and doubt yeah you saw a Kansas team that was excited that felt like an upset and it was and of course Baylor was kind of coming off that COVID pause mm-hmm. that they had just gotten done with and that's why you're seeing Bill Self say, okay, I got to get better players in here because this is not the standard we've set. Kind of gutted the thing, didn't he? He did, yep. Yep, just kind of started over. Uh, Yankee right-hander pitcher Corey Kluber. Remember him? He had no hit the Rangers. He did. Well, there's a list of guys that no hit the Rangers this year, but he's he's one of them. He's one of them. Kluber throws the no hitter. Well, he's got an injury, and he's going to miss at least two months with a uh, right shoulder injury. Uh, according to the New York Yankees. So he is going on the bench. Former Cy Young winner, but this has been the story of, of his career as of late. You know, he got through one inning in Texas uh, before that shoulder gave out on him and seemed to be turning things around in, in New York. I know it wasn't always super consistent, but had great moments like that no-hitter. Well, now he's on the shelf again. Sometimes those guys, Tom, they just especially when they throw hard like that, they get to a point where, where the arm just sort of get, gives out on them. At 69 years of age, Adam Vinatieri had – no, he's not 69. I'm kidding. Uh, Adam Vinatieri has decided to retire after 24 seasons in the National Football League. Hall of Famer? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he had so many big moments. How many kickers have gotten in? Not many. Not know, many. But, he's, I mean, he's got to be up there. Morton Anderson got in, and, and Morton Anderson – I don't think had he was a great kicker, but he didn't have the big kicks that Adam had in Super Bowls. Um, I'd put Adam and Terry in the Hall of Fame. Four championships, three with New England. So yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. And man, he uh, Vinatieri five hundred and ninety nine field goals. Think about that. 
the most by any NFL kicker. Five a, nine nine. Not a bad gig if you can keep it going. I know there's so much you know mentally that goes into that, uh, and it's it's a tough job. But if you can find a way to be consistent, you can do it for a long time. Uh, the match is going to return, Stephen. You got uh, Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau on the golf side, and on the football side, you got Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I would like to see DeChambeau and then maybe, uh, oh, I don't know, Brooks Kepka. <laughs> Since they hate each other. They got a fun little rivalry <laughs> they, going. And this has been going on for years, and I didn't even realize it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they, they do not like each other. So that would they be a not. great pairing. You want to see must-see TV. Those, yeah, those two guys kind of going at it in, in a fun environment. Uh, this would be a good time. You know, I don't know anything about Aaron Rodgers and his golf game. I was surprised last time out that Brady and Manning were, were such good scratch golfers. Um, and Kepka and Phil, it'll be fun. I think they got to put the old guys together, right? Like, you got to put Phil and Tom together. Yeah. And and then Aaron on the other side. Uh, but I'll, I'll definitely tune into that. Well, and he's asked to be traded to uh, – to, to Phil's team, but uh, so I, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, the uh, the the uh, the British Open. They're talking about 75 percent capacity at the British Open, and I hope that's the case. Uh, uh, it, it, that's always fun to watch the uh, the British Open. So we'll see there. And, and, and I don't know if you saw this one, and we're, we'll finish with this. The president, uh, back during COVID, when all this was going on, and they were trying to decide play, don't play, uh, you know, Pac-12, you know, all of that stuff was going on. There was, I, I felt like, even though the Pac-12 was definitely, we're not going to play, they were unified. Mm-hmm. I felt like the SEC and the Big 12 said, you know what, we're going for it. And right. I think they were unified. I think the Big 10 was in shambles <laughs> there was part of them said yes part of them said no part of them said we'll just follow the leader i mean ah what a mess but it's now known that president the president of ohio state university asked the ad if they could go independent in a text message so i mean it's out there what do you think of that i mean i know nebraska talked about it and they talked about it publicly sure well i think the whole reason the big 10 came back was because Ohio State had the potential to make the playoffs. And I also believe this. The Pac-12 and the Big Ten made that decision. And you're right, Tom. The Big Ten was kind of fractured on it. But ultimately, they decided to not play and then reverse course. And I think both of them thought, okay, everybody else is going to follow suit. Mm-hmm. We're shutting it down. Mm-hmm. And because we're shutting it down, that means ACC, SEC, Big 12 will as well. And then the ACC and SEC said, no, we're, we're good. We're going to play. Mm-hmm. Big 12, they stayed the course as well. And then it was like, oh, well, if they're going to play, <laughs> I guess we'll play too. Uh, but I'm not I'm not surprised. And Nebraska was very public about it. Ohio State, less so. But yeah, Ohio State wants to play football. That's, that's how they make all their money. That's what they're great at. That's what the school's known for is the football program. Uh, they want to be out there on the field. Yeah, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We play football. So, uh, anyway, there you go. That's your grab bag at 546. Again, don't forget uh, softball. Crawford playing game two against Italy. Uh, that'll, that'll first pitch will be coming your, your way about 15 minutes from Whitney. So, Crawford and Italy in Whitney for game two. Uh, Italy won last night 3-1. to one. Bosqueville and Winthorpe. Uh, Winthorpe won last night 2 to nothing. They'll play game two tonight at 630 uh and uh 
in the, in Weatherford, and then Crawford baseball opens with Lindsay tonight. Uh, it's underway about 45 minutes ago against Lindsay up in Brock, and if there is a game two, they'll play it immediately after tonight's game, and if there's a third game needed, they'll play that on Saturday, so keep that in mind. And then Hubbard opens against Dodd City, and that is coming up uh, tonight uh, in Nevada community, 7 o'clock for the first pitch, and then they'll take tomorrow off and play the doubleheader on Saturday, so Keep that in mind. We'll try to get you all the scores uh, tomorrow on the program. And tomorrow we'll also uh, try to have uh, Coach Grimm on the program, the uh, head baseball coach at Hubbard, as they're having a terrific year. So we'll, we'll try to get to all that for you. All right, that is the grab bag. It's 547, 13 away from 6 as we roll through a Thursday. Tom and Steven, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. And our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. And it starts at 17 bucks an hour. Apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. <laughs> 